Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. LIBOR, or the London Interbank Offered Rate, uh, was a key benchmark in the setting of interest rates for companies and consumers and banks especially. But it was hardly regulated uh, at all and blew up in a huge scandal at the height of financial crisis about 15 years ago when it emerged that the banks that set this key benchmark weren't exactly being honest. Now, my former BBC colleague and economics correspondent has written a book about how regulators didn't want to know nor, of course, did the senior management of the banks. Andy Verity is BBC's economics correspondent and author of the book, Rigged. Good morning, Andy. Morning, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Remind us how important LIBOR was 15 years ago, because it was pretty opaque in its regulation. Well, basically, it's interest rates, Joe, and and it has been for the last 36 years. In fact, it's just being phased out. And The last month is this month that we'll have the London Interbank Offered Rate as the main global benchmark for interest rates. Now, the reason it matters to you and me is actually the interest rates you pay on the commercial mortgages, the consumer loans, etc., don't depend on the official interest rates announced by central banks like the Bank of England or the Bank of Ireland or previously or the European Central Bank or the Federal Reserve Bank. It doesn't depend on that. It depends on the bank on the interest rates in the market, in the interbank market, where banks lend to each other or money funds lend to banks. Now, it's a benchmark of that rate, a bit like the FTSE 100 is a benchmark of share prices. LIBOR is a benchmark of the cost of borrowing cash. And what you've got in this story is not just that banks weren't being entirely honest, as you said. In a way, Joe, it's much worse than that. What you've got here is evidence of an establishment cover-up at the highest level on both sides of the Atlantic and a whole series of miscarriages of justice. Now, your listeners will know about the miscarriages of justice of the past, the Guildford Four, the Birmingham Six. That led to the formation of an institution called the Criminal Cases Review Commission, which was a recognition, really, that the British justice system was entirely capable of delivering the wrong result. This book sets out how in trying to prosecute misconduct with regard to LIBOR and also another benchmark called Euribor, the authorities prosecuted 37 traders on a misconceived case. And what they did is now recognised not to have been criminal in every jurisdiction but the United Kingdom. In the United States, for example, they've said what they did wasn't a crime at all, wasn't against any rules. Yet, unbelievably, the authorities have levied $8.8 billion of fines and prosecuted 37 people, and dozens more have lost their careers on the idea that this was misconduct. Now, we will come to what has happened to individuals in a moment, but I'm going to play a clip, if I may, Andy. Uh, You got your hands on an internal voice recording of uh, conversations within the banks, uh, and especially of a key LIBOR trader. His name is Peter Johnson, or simply Johnson, as he refers to himself, uh, who worked for Barclays Bank about 15 years ago. I'm going to play a clip of him at the height of the financial crisis when banks were falling like 10 pins, calling up his boss and being told not to declare the real much higher cost of borrowing for fear that there might be a run on his bank. Hello, Miles, it's Johnson here. Hello, Johnson. Hello. Um, right, can I go through the libels and things? Indeed. I'm proposing to go 40 after going 30 yesterday. Just one sec, Pete. Hold on one sec. Yeah, mate. sure. So, no head above parapet, no partial leading, etc. Fine. Did you overhear any of that? No, uh, not really. But... Right. Mr Lucas doesn't want us to be outside the top end. Jesus Christ. All right, so, OK. And that apparently they uh, chatted on the whole of the 31st floor, by the way. Now, uh, the 31st floor, as you say very clearly in your BBC show on Radio 4 last year, was where management sat, including um, the the absolute biggest bosses of Barclays Bank. 
That's right. So Bob Diamond, the then uh, Deputy Chief Executive of Barclays, John Varley, the Chief Executive of Barley, Barclays, and Chris Lucas, who's mentioned in that call there, was the Finance Director of Barclays. Now, the reason that audio is very significant is that the regulators knew all about it and didn't tell the public or Parliament or Congress. So I came across this cache of audio. It was leaked to me. And what it reveals is extraordinary. It reveals a picture of central banks ordering manipulation of LIBOR on a much greater scale than any of the traders who are prosecuted. And also boards of banks, as you heard there, Chris Lucas is referred to. He's giving the directions that are coming down to the Barclays cash trader, Peter Johnson, on the front line. And what I do in rig is set out all that audio, which implicates central banks across the world. So not just the Bank of England, but also the European Central Bank, the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, uh, Bank de France, the National Central Bank of France, Banca d'Italia, the Italian Central Bank, and Banco de España. They were all involved in October 2008 in trying to instruct LIBOR down. Now, of course, they were trying to deal with a crisis. No one's suggesting they were doing anything criminal. But the problem is and they the have laws... De- and they have denied all wrongdoing. Uh, well, some of them have. Some of them haven't bothered to respond, Joe, when we put these detailed points to them because they're embarrassing. But yes, the regulators would say... Uh, well, they haven't actually answered the detailed points, but they just say that the false narrative is being put about. But in fact, that false narrative has been entirely accepted by the US courts now, which say that actually there was something going wrong here with the prosecutions and that the Bank of England was involved in manipulating LIBOR and that that evidence has been suppressed. But you can read all about it in Rick. Yeah. And I said, in the book, you, you tell us more about what happened to these lower ranked traders, including uh, Peter Johnson, uh, once it emerged that the bank had been lowballing or falsely representing the actual cost of borrowing. That's right. So the irony is that Peter Johnson was prosecuted for something that no one at the time regarded as criminal. A small thing where traders would ask for the estimates of the cost of borrowing cash that they put into the process of of setting LIBOR to be adjusted up or down. Brief explanation of it. So LIBOR is this benchmark. And the way it works is that every morning, each bank would answer a question, at what interest rate could you borrow funds? 16 banks would answer that question. They take an average and that becomes LIBOR, so 3.43 or 3.44%. But they would adjust their estimates to their bank's commercial interest. So the bank was facing one way and would prefer LIBOR higher. They would ask for a high and they would ask for a low if the opposite was the case. Now, the trouble was that those were only asking for adjustments of accurate estimates of offers in the market, real offers in the market, accurate offers in the market. Whenever you want an interest rate, if you went out and borrowed money on the high street, you get several different answers. All the different lenders wouldn't give you exactly the same interest rate. So if I said to you, Joe, at what interest rate could you borrow money, you'd you'd have more than one answer. Just briefly, we're we're kind of running out of time. Um, uh, What happened to Peter Johnson? And uh, uh, he became a whistleblower. Very briefly. That's right. So, so, so he became, he was a whistleblower. He was just making those small adjustments, which weren't criminal, according to the states. Whereas he was ordered to do much more. He was protesting against it, but he was forced to do it against his will. He ended up going to jail. And now wow. there's calls for the ca- cases to go back to the UK courts and for a renewed parliamentary inquiry. And you can hear these. and read a lot more about this in your book, Rigged. Thank you, Andy. That is Andy Verity, BBC Economics correspondent and author of the book, Rigged. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.